that can't I can't I okay now I got this I'm gonna take it through now River State Governor Yinsum Week has imposed a 24-hour total curfew I am Osazel Baza with the news River State Governor Yinsum Week has imposed a 24-hour total curfew for two weeks on parts of Port High Court River State Capital Week has stated that the curfew which takes effect from Monday 23rd November covers the entire area around the Okoro node fly over Irumokoro. The governor explains the decision was to was due to <laughs> Hello, I am Osaza Baza with the news. River State Governor Yen Week has imposed a twenty four hour total curfew for two weeks on parts of the High Court River State Capital. Week has stated that the curfew which takes effect from Monday 23rd November takes effect from the entire areas covering the mm -hmm. Ew. Oh, Baba. Hello, I am Usaza Baza with the news. River State Governor Yen Week has imposed a 24-hour total curfew for two weeks on parts of Port Harcourt, River State Capital. Week has stated that the curfew which takes effect from Monday 23rd November covers the entire area around the Okoro node flyover in Rumokurum. The governor explained that the decision was due to an upsurge of cult activities and related violence, warning that government would spare no efforts to, de to deal decisively with anyone who disturbs the peace and security in the state through cult activities and associated killings and violence. Governor Wiki in a statewide broadcast explained that the decision to impose the curfew was taken after the State Security Council meeting which held in Harcourt on Sunday. He explained that the movement the, he explained that the recent he explained that the River State government was seriously disturbed by the recent upsurge of cult activities and related violence and killings around the adjoining areas of the Okoronauda flyover in the Obiakbo local government area, insisting that such activities bring abhorrent antisocial consequences on society. Therefore, government has imposed a 24-hour total curfew for two weeks on the entire area around the Okoronauda flyover to one kilometer radius from St. Michael Anglican Church, Rumokoro, extending into the Rumo Dumaya slaughter and local government daily market with a fed from Monday 23rd November 2020. Consequently, no form of trading, human or vehicular movements allowed within the only staff allowed within the area, only staff and vehicles belonging to Julius Berger, Nigeria Limited, are exempted from the curfew and associated restrictions and movement so that construction work on the Okoronauda flyover is not stored. The government directed security agencies in the state to enforce strict compliance with the curfew. The federal government has accused U.S. cable news network CNN of grave journalistic offenses in its coverage of the reported shooting at Lekki Toll Gate in Lagos. Minister of Information and Culture Al-Hajjalai Muhammad in a petition addressed to Vice President Communications of CNN, Jonathan Hawkins, titled How a Bloody Night of Bullet Quashed a Young Protest Movement, said the report did not live up to the most basic 
of the core principles of journalism, balance and fairness. Almost a month later, the same CNN after a supposedly exhaustive investigation is now reporting only one death from what the world was made to believe was a massacre. Is CNN not embarrassed by this sharp climb down? Has CNN owned up to this and apologized for its false parks? It is also interesting that while CNN obtained footage showing when the vehicles carrying soldiers left their barracks and arrived at a lucky toll gate, it could not obtain any footage showing the bodies of those supposedly killed in the massacre. After all, forensic ballistic experts will most likely testify that firing military-grade weapons into a crowd will not leave anyone needing a microscope to look for blood or bodies at the scene. CNN said it stands by the story and that our reporting was carefully and meticulously researched. This is baffling considering that the story lacks fairness and balance, as we have pointed out, and that the organization relied heavily on manipulated social media videos. This resort to an escapist cliche seems more like a face-saving measure by an otherwise respectable news network caught in the fight glare of fake news and disinformation headlines. It queries um, the results of CNN to using unverified social media videos to manipulate the population and tell a story that didn't happen. Citizens of 15 African countries will have to post bonds of up to $15,000, that's about £11,000, to visit the U.S. according to a new temporary travel rule which comes into effect on December 24. The six-month pilot program which targets those on both visitor and business visas will act as a deterrent to those who overstay their visas, the U.S. State Department said. Outgoing President Donald Trump, who lost a re-election bid earlier this month, made restricting immigration a central part of his four-year term in office. President-elect Joe Biden, a Democrat, has pledged to reverse many of the Republican president's immigration policies. But however, untangling hundreds of changes could take months or years. The visa bond rule targets countries whose nationals had an overstay rate of 10% or higher in the year 2019 and will now be required to pay a refundable bond of $5,000, $10,000 or $15,000. The African countries affected are Angola, Burkina Faso, Chad, Democratic Republic of Congo, Djibouti, Eritrea, the Gambia, Guinea-Bissau, Liberia, Libya, Mauritania, Sudan, Sao Tome and Principe, Cape Verde and Burundi. Nigeria is not included in the list of nations affected. Russia says one of its warships caught and chased off a U.S. Navy destroyer after it entered territorial waters in the Sea of Japan on Tuesday. Moscow accused the UNSS John S. McCain of traveling two kilometers, that's about 1.2 miles across its maritime border in Peter, the Great Gulf, and says it threatened to ram the ship. The U.S. warship then left, left the area, according to Russia. However, the U.S. Navy denied any wrongdoing and said its ship had not been expelled by anyone. 
The incident took place on Tuesday in the Sea of Japan, also known as the East Sea, a body of water bordered by Japan, J Russia, and the Koreas. According to the Russian Defense Ministry, its Pacific Fleet destroyer, the Admiral Vinogradov, used an international communications channel to warn the U.S. ship about the possibility of using ramming to get the intruder out of the territorial waters. The Russian Federation statement about the mission else falls, said a spokesman for the U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet, Lieutenant John Kelly. U.S. John S. McCain was not spared from any nation's territory. He said the U.S. would not uh, bow in intimidation or be coerced into accepting illegitimate maritime claims such as those made by the Russian Federation. Such incidents at sea are rare, although the Admiral Venendredov was also involved in a near collision with a U.S. cruiser in the East China Sea last year. That ends the news. I am Osa Zerbaze. Can you be good?